0: motivators. Good morning. Welcome back to the Dr. Drill podcast, making motivation where all content is motivational, inspiring, thought provoking. Listen, it's Tuesday and it's going to be a good day. It's time to kick ass and take some names. It is about a thousand percent humidity out there. If you're in Pennsylvania, you're probably anywhere along the East Coast. It's the summertime. Shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Just finished up a Dr. Drill workout with some motivators. Maybe 20. Paired up. Did some kettlebells. Did some calisthenics. Tandem with that. Ran around a little bit. Did some curb work. Using the environment to train. Listen, it's hot as hell out. It's hotter than two squirrels fucking in a wool sock trying to say it's stuffy outside, but the environment, the weather can be an ally, right? If you're able to lean into the elements a little bit by exposing yourself to the heat, to the cold, to the rain, to the snow, good times and good training can be had in all of these situations and all these conditions it makes you tough man it makes you strong and so I don't know sweated out a gallon out there on that spring floor and out into the wilderness respirated some of my cares some of the anguish some of the my problems my stress off into the atmosphere goodbye you know good friggin' training. So, I advise you to get out there regardless of the conditions. Don't just hang out in the air conditioning because you know what? Life is not air conditioned. Life is sometimes hot and humid. It can be difficult to breathe. It can challenge you. It threatens to take you out of homeostasis. And so, if you get out there and train in the elements, you are then comfortable in a place when most people are not they're not comfortable there, man. They don't like it. They don't like when it's cold. They don't like when it's hot. They don't like most things because they are weak. You know? Mind over matter. If you don't mind the weather or any other challenge, stress, it don't matter. So don't mind. Freaking go out there and do unreasonable things. The world depends upon... The unreasonable person. We don't need any more ham and eggers or straight lasers out in society. Think outside the box. Take care of one another at all times. Yes, yes? It's really friggin' important. Listen, I got a couple stories that you might be interested in about the heat. You know, from my days in the Marine Corps, heat injuries were very commonplace, okay? It was something they were all well aware of. After all, our boot camp, at least on the East Coast, takes place in Paris Island, South Carolina, which is friggin' hot and disgusting. It's basically a, a marsh, a swamp that you're training in. Sand and anthills and chiggers and don't-see-em insects, all kinds of shit. It's hot, Okay. It's disgusting. So we would train early in the morning. Our operations would be as early as possible so nobody would go out there and train and die. right? But even then, it was just, oh my gosh, unbearable, disgustingly hot. Um, there were flag conditions in boot camp. So green flag is obviously everything. Green means go. So everything is cool. You can go out there and and train without any restrictions. Then you have yellow, red, and black. So black flag is like, it'll kill you, man. It'll kill you. Operations were limited to, you know, uh, limited duty to sort of stuff and training in the early morning. Red flag, you got some restrictions, man. You got to watch yourself because, um, and you know, this is the military, so they got no problem with killing people or themselves sometimes do a lot of stupid shit, but in their experience, the certain conditions will kill a man, and so we were constantly drilled into uh, preparing for preventing and treating heat illness. First come heat cramps, all right? Heat cramps, you're Calves start to act up maybe a hamstring while you're out there running training. Right. heat cramps, sweating, excessive sweating might feel dizzy or faint might be confused. 10% dehydration is going to equate to a 90% reduction in performance All right so you're not going to be people are going to be sluggish you're not going to be able to, to hang there are too tough. So in a prophylactic sense, in a preventative sense, every morning and every every night, especially every night, they would say, take out two canteens, and they would have us drink the entire contents of both canteens, and then online, so you're doing this together, and then you would hold the, the canteens over your head upside down. You just had to do it, man. They were doing it so that you made it through the training deck. Didn't die. Uh, Across my time, I've seen some people fall out, specifically on what are called humps. So these forced marches, you strap like 60-plus pounds, your weapon, all this shit, your backpack, your canteens, your first aid kit, you go out there, you start walking around, your helmet, sometimes a flak jacket, and you go out there on a... 10 mile, 20 mile hike and you're moving, man, like you're stepping it out, you're covering ground, some, a percentage of people would fall out, okay, they either fall out because they couldn't take anymore, maybe their feet would become a problem, Uh, but very common was people pushing themselves to the point where they would just pass out, they'd be dehydrated, overheated. In which case they would get something called the silver bullet. And heat in a training situation like that, they got to make sure if you, if you have a heat injury goes heat cramps, heat exhaustion, and heat stroke. You get a heat stroke, that'll kill you, alright? That's a continuum, heat exhaustion, heat cramps, heat exhaustion, heat stroke. You basically fry your brain like an egg, right? so. The silver bullet is when the corpsman, or the medic, takes a thermometer and sticks it in your anus to check your core temperature. Because above a certain temperature, basically, your brain starts to fry. All your tissues are subject to injury. So that was always embarrassing. It never happened to me, but I've, I've seen it happen and heard that it happened a whole lot more than it actually does, but... It's a real threat, and people never want to have to suffer that fate. So, you don't want the silver bullet, right? So, sip water all constantly, hydrate. Um, I saw a guy fall out of a hump one time. We're about ten miles into a twenty-mile hump. All of a sudden, he just fall falls over to the side of the road, and he friggin had heat exhaustion. He pissed himself and I think he did number two, a little poopy in his pants too. Just freaking lost bowel and bladder control. It's disgusting, right? And my buddy uh Sergeant Smith, he was in charge of us at the time. He goes, call me OB. AOB. Hey, you see that fucking guy? Shit. He had spit coming out his mouth and shit coming out his ass. Like, holy shit, Smithy. I saw it, man. I saw it. Spit coming out his mouth and shit coming out his ass. <laughs> Horrible, right? This is a, my final story about the heat, heat illness. There was a freaking guy. He was our commander and uh, our company commander. He was captain of the United States Marine Corps. Dark green Marine. Very smart. Very ambitious. He's officers really particularly once they get to the level of captain they, they've been around, they got their shit together they're smart, they're physically and mentally capable, they're ambitious so we went out on this hump in Okinawa so now Okinawa, the terrain is like rolling hills it doesn't seem like much if you were riding a bike or driving through the countryside, but if you're hiking with a fucking pack and weaponry and all this shit it is hell So, we maybe did 10, 15 miles. We go out there. We freaking hump to the halfway point, turnaround point. Thank God, you know, we're going home. We're all sweating our asses off, suffering. The company's really struggling as a whole, you know, to keep all the platoons together and to make it through. We pulled back into the base, from out in the training areas, we, we we start coming in, so you imagine a hundred, no, maybe 30 or 50 guys on a hump, on a hike, we, we go out maybe 10 miles, we turn around, coming back another 10, right, <clears throat> we pull into the base, and we see our barracks where we lived, and we thought, typically, they're going to pull up right in front of the barracks. The entire group would pull up there and drop their packs and all that stuff. He keeps going. He keeps going past the barracks, and he starts to do this loop. He starts doing loops around the uh, this circular area at the center of the base. And so now, morale is plummeting. People are absolutely furious with this guy. Pissed. mutterings of Marines and, you know, wishing death on this guy. It was just a cruel thing to do. And you can imagine the uh, ambition uh, of uh, an officer at this level commanding 30, 50, 100 Marines, you know, and wanting them to be uh, combat ready. You know, that's his job to kind of push us, to find that balance between pushing us hard and accomplishing the mission when there's always a possibility that somebody's going to push us too far or somebody's going to die, right? In combat or in training. Certainly be a shame if somebody died whenever somebody died in training. And there was a few of those instances while we were in when that happened. That happens, right? Because you train how you, you're you going to fight, you intend to fight. So we pull into the base. We're going to doing these loops around the center of of uh, Camp Schwab, Okinawa. People are friggin' irate. As it's all building to a frickin' hateful crescendo, you see the flag, the guidon, our unit flag up at the front. It falls. It hits the ground. And there's a commotion up there, way up in the front. Like, what the hell's going on? As we all march by whole Marine to the side, as they, (laughs) as my buddy Rumpler was carrying that flag, so what happened was, the company, the company commander fell out, he pushed himself so hard, that he fucking, he, he, he suffered a heat casualty, and passed out, while he was hiking down the road, leading us all, and so, listen, man, we need to ground our ambitions in reality, take care of ourselves and take care of one another. That was... he. I don't think he ever, that, that commander, that captain ever served in an infantry platoon again, uh, company again, because of that situation. He did not need to push himself that hard and push his unit that hard. I mean, he was probably... 35 40 year old man he was older than most officers his age so I don't know what he was trying to prove but marines do dumb shit like that and officers are no exception Um, take home message don't be an anus hole you gotta take care of yourself protect yourself out in the elements definitely lean into the weather Lean into hard times and do hard things, and you will become resilient. And the shit that bothers most people, you will laugh at. However, there is a point, and if you go past it, you risk injury. You risk hurting yourself and other people. So, if you don't want your boar punched, you get the friggin' silver bullet, check your core temperature through your anus, then you need to stay hydrated today, all right? Make sure you got your blood sugar level up, some healthy food in your belly, make sure you got friggin' motivation in your heart, beating so regularly, and make sure you are sipping friggin' water. Two canteens now, get online, kick ass and take names now. <laughs>